0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDIC. Welcome to Follow Daughter Startups, your exclusive gateway to the world of early-stage startup founders. This is your front row seat to dive headfirst into their business pitches and stay updated with their business updates. Let's go. Introducing Monexo, a pioneer in the online P2P lending space, redefining the way individuals and businesses access credit today. If you are looking to venture into the world of lending and borrowing, Monexo has a solution that eliminates the need for traditional banks and ushers in the new era of financial inclusion. This is Ankita Bhava, your host straight from Colorado Flash Startups. Our guest today, Mukesh Bhubna, the founder of Monexo, is a veteran with 20 years of experience in consumer banking from Citibank. He's been on a remarkable journey across the globe from India to Singapore and Hong Kong with a rich background, leading regional teams and driving innovative financial programs. Mukesh brings a very unique perspective to Monexo, and he's here to share all of that with us. Hi Mukesh, welcome to Follow Startup.
1: Hey, Hi Ankita, thank you for having me on the show. Look forward to having some great conversation for you and your followers.
0: Yeah, most welcome. Okay, sure, so before we dive into business, why don't you tell our audience a little bit about yourself?
1: Very simply put, three stages of life in... in born, brought up in Calcutta. Uh, one anecdote which people laugh at it. I was the only boy in a girl's school for up to grade three. <laughs> right? Uh, I wish it was more in the college days than the school days, but so be it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> did did my CA degree in Calcutta Uh, was very fortunate to join the consumer banking revolution uh, which is now really growing in India in early 90s uh, with Citibank Uh, and that was beginning of my second part of the journey which taught me what really banking is all about hands on Uh, a CA degree does not teach you banking exactly. It teaches how you read balance sheet, how to manage p etc. But here it was learning the ropes of the banking. Uh, then second part of the journey itself, which continued to make me a regional banker. That means I lived in Singapore and Hong Kong. That was a 20-year almost extra state out there. Uh, where I understood how evolution of banking is very similar.
0: Yeah.
1: We had a developed market like Singapore, Hong Kong, Japan, Australia, and the developing market like Indo, India, Indonesia, um, Philippines, Thailand. And there were commonalities in each of them. And each of them were progressing in a certain way altogether. Right? Yeah. Uh, so that gives me a very good perspective of understanding different products, different regulations, different end-to-end need of the customer and how you fulfill it over third journey, which I'm on, which is my own startup, uh, Monexo. Uh, each of them have been fantastically uh, educating, learning, fulfilling in every possible way.
0: Thank you so much Mukesh, for sharing that. So uh, speaking about Monexo, tell us, give us a comprehensive overview of what Monexo does and what's your core product offering.
1: Monexo, first of all, is a RBI licensed, non-bank finance company, and within that peer-to-peer lending marketplace. In India, we have various types of NBFCs, like a NBFC deposit taking company, normal NBFC, yeah. and NBFC for MFIs, MFA, MFI housing company, we are peer-to-peer lending company. What does this mean? This means we are a marketplace. Think example-wise, Amazon, Uber, Zomato. So in one side, we bring borrowers, just like Zomato brings a restaurant on the platform. And on the other side, Zomato brings people who want to order food from there. And then that's the logistics of taking the money, delivering the food, making sure you did give the rating. In our platform, there are individuals like you and me who invest their money in these consumer loans to get a better return. So what Monexo then does is, Monexo originates a borrower, screens a borrower, Right, and there's a lot of things which goes into screening, right? Grades the borrower, prices the borrower and list it for the investors to invest their in money. Just like any mutual fund will also do, yeah. right? They're the mutual fund. So this is an investment product, which we are creating at Munexo, Underlying asset being the consumer loans, and it's a new asset. Uh, RBI gave us this license in 2018 June, hmm. and from there onwards we are building the balance sheet, uh, uh, asset under management for customers.
0: You know uh, what you said about uh, the Zomato example. It reminded me of uh, a very interesting statement that I read. That Monexo is to finance what Uber and Ola are to transport an alternative. So it reminded me of that. Uh, so tell us who benefits from this alternative financing model, like both on the borrowers and investor sides, and what's the nature of your target group?
1: So let's take first the investor savers group. Now, today, if you look at it, India has 1,75,000 crores sitting in fixed deposits. Yeah, We love fixed deposits in India, right? It is safe, it is secure, there's insurance up to five lakhs, perfectly okay. However, keeping too much money in that fixed deposit is detrimental to the individual themselves. I'll give one line here, not taking risk is the biggest risk any individual takes on his wealth management side. So I'll explain in fixed deposit, if you're earning 6% interest, will be taken by the government as tax, so let's round it off to 30, so easy calculation. So 1.8% will go in taxes, that means you're left with 4.2%. Your inflation rate runs between 5-7% anyway, so you're negative, your 1 lakh rupee after one year is worth 97,000 rupees in purchasing power parity itself. First of all, our goal is to give our investors up to 13% interest. Right? And yeah. that's possible. I'll explain that. So that they can beat inflation after taxes. And that means their wealth will grow. Number two, on the borrowing side, on the borrowing side, if you look at it, India is absolutely young country. Yeah. Right? Average age is... 28 years old. Gen Z and millennials are growing in nature. Now, if you look at it, I'm 50 plus. My father is 80 plus. My father never took a loan except for business because they were not available. One, we have been ingrained in our mind taking loan is bad. Hmm. So he was more of that he only took loans for his business, for his factory, which is also very hard to come by because I worked in a consumer bank. I bought my house at the age of 27, 28, thanks to a consumer loan, housing loan being available. If housing loan was not available, I was not rich enough. I had not saved enough by the age of 28 to buy a house. Right? So loan helped me to purchase a house. Now, in today's generation, my son, now if you see it, life has changed. When I saw paucity of opportunities, India was not growing, there were only four professions out there. Right? Be a lawyer, doctor, engineer or a child accountant. Now there's plethora of opportunities and India is growing rapidly. So that gives a sense of good feeling. Now. If I'm a salaried person earning 25,000 rupees, but I have now education also behind me. I know I'll get, be employable every time and India is growing, so the employment is not an issue. I have an aspiration to take an international holiday. I don't need to wait till 50. At the age of 50, taking a holiday is not worth it anymore. I'm telling you, your body will not be able to handle all the travel, your uh, uh, immigration process for two hours and then going having fun the way you want to have. If you want to do that at the age of 26, you should take one lakh rupee load and pay it back in 12 months time, there's nothing wrong about it. Because you have to live now. right? So the borrowers, young generation is our target market. We have a specific product for them called Zap Money. And within that we have built one big niche, which we want to work on. We want to enable 1 million college students to build a credit score. Why credit score is very important. I'll give an example. We went to colleges. Every student, college student had a driving license and 70% had a passport. Now, they don't have a vehicle to drive, but they had a passport, a a driving license. They don't have money to go overseas, but they have a passport. For each of them, they spend 1,000 to 2,000 rupees. But credit score, you cannot take on the day when you want to buy your bike. You need to build your credit score before. So we want, just like a passport, just like a driving license, we believe you at a college, the moment you turn eighteen to 21, you should have a credit score. And that's what we are enabling in our app called ZapMoney.
0: All right. Uh, So Mukesh, uh, let's put ourselves in the shoes of a potential investor per se. So can you walk us through the steps to get started with the lending process and uh, talk about some of the use cases that might sway an investor to opt for Monexo over other investment platforms?
1: The first step is to download our app. Mm -hmm. It is available on the Play Store and iOS Store uh, called Monexo, Mm -hmm. right? Monexo Investor App. Mm go to monexo.co also um, go and visit our website. During the registration process, you will require a couple of data points. No documents are required. One, your PAN number, second, your Aadhaar number, um, date of birth, everybody's members, and, and few personal details and bank details. In this process, we'll check whether your bank is your bank account because we cannot take anybody else's money, right? and then you'll be asked to deposit the money. This deposit of the money as per again RBA regulation does not come to us, it goes to a third party escrow account. So we don't have access to your money, we have only access to your information. Once you deposit the money, you are able to see all the loans available in the platform and you can decide, let's assume Ankita, you have brought in 10 lakh rupees, you can Diversify that 10 lakh rupee across thousand individual borrowers so you are not saying if that borrower Mr. A is asking for 10,000 rupee you will give full 10,000 rupee Never should. nobody should do that you want to participate in his loan with 1,000 rupee of loans such that you have 10,000 uh, loans in your portfolio the larger the diversification your risk comes down because the return is capped In a way, so we have loans where you can participate with 13% return all the way to 20% return, right? Now, in this scenario, one should remember this is not a guaranteed product. When it's not a guaranteed product, there is a risk. What is the risk? What happens if the borrower does not pay? That risk is being borne by you. Just like what would happen in a mutual fund, the price of the stock goes up. But it goes up because there's a war going on between two countries, right? It can happen. Oil prices can create a havoc in the economy. But you and me will continue with our normal life. Unless, yes, COVID kind of a scenario happens. So these products don't have direct such a direct correlation with the macroeconomics. So U.S. election will not have any impact here, right? Uh, Palestine and uh, Israel war is not having impact on your and my life, nor our income, right? So it does not have that macro. So that's number two. One is diversification, which brings down your risk. Returns are between 30 to 20% before that. And finally, just think of a cricketing team. Your investment is like a cricket team. Today, a lot of people have only put money in mutual funds. And within mutual funds, whatever funds you go and look at it, India only has 600 stocks to play. Mm -hmm. In which 75% of the investment happens to their top 25% stocks or something like that. So, if you invest in consumer loans like a bank does, like a big NBSC like Badaj does, you can get up to 13% return, which is 2x of fixed deposit return. Mm. That's why people should think of it as an investment product in their market. In their life. So
0: just to get a better understanding of your uh, customer base, are there any specific industries or sectors where Monexo's lending services have seen more significant demand? Like what, what's
1: your observation? So we have very consciously gone into a product called social impact loan. Mm. It's a product which we have created ourselves, but the underlying borrowers are women entrepreneurs in rural economy okay they are very good pay marks. they use this money for income generation now this is where i call monexo being a bridge between urban saver and rural women entrepreneurs because banks don't necessarily serve them and mfi mutual fund uh, microfinance industry is fantastically doing this job now today i am giving that direct bridge and That bridge, you can see how that is changing lives.
0: Interesting. So, Mokesh, tell us where is Monexo on its journey at present?
1: So, uh, Monexo has been on this journey for now six plus years. Mm -hmm. Uh, We are now almost at the place where we are covering. uh, We have a team of about 40 people in Chennai. We are a Chennai headquartered, Chennai-based company right? Um, We do a lot of work in the rural economy of Tamil Nadu. So our women entrepreneurs come from there. Our investors come from all over India. Uh, We prefer our investors who have at least started investing in fund. So for them, as they think about investments, I don't recommend P2P lending as being the first product. I prefer that they have tested the ups and downs of a mutual fund, we have an ability and they started investing regularly and then they come as a second product, it's not the first product, oh. right? And in our journey, we are on a very, we have product market fit, our growth trajectory is fantastic now, uh, and and we are on a, just on a hiring spree and a growth trajectory
0: So are there any specific business numbers or metrics that stand out for Manexo reflecting the platform's effectiveness and, uh, like you said, the growth
1: so far? So in the last one year, we have touched more lives in the rural area Hmm. of women entrepreneurs than we did in two years prior to that. So now we are able, and, and in college segment, we are now able to touch base with at least in a month, more customers in the college segment than we did about a year back. by 10X or 12X, we are seeing that kind of a college. College customers want to build a great school. We are giving them financial educations also. I'll give you a very simple example. Uh, A college student, we asked them, what is the saving account interest rate? 95% of them got it wrong. And everybody had a saving account. So financial education, financial awareness, building a credit score is, for us, a very important part of our mission, which we are on.
0: So are some pretty, pretty great numbers in a relatively short span of time, remarkable. So uh, let's, let's talk a little bit about your revenue model. So tell us how Monexo generates revenue, first of all, and what pricing structure and fees are in place for both borrowers and investors.
1: Uh, so it depends on the product which we are selling. Uh, some products have a higher and some have lower fees. But an average to simplify it, being a marketplace, right? Uh, we only earn fees for the transaction. For a borrower, our services that he needs or she needs a loan and it is reached him or her in the bank account. So, once before giving the money to the borrower, once you have collected from the investor, we did our fees. Give or take that account for 2.5%. Mm-hmm. Right. So, if somebody's Borrowing a, a, a ten thousand rupees, we earn two fifty rupees. Okay. Now, on the investor side, our service is complete when we come collect the money from the borrower. Oh. So every month you have to collect the money from the borrower and give it to the investor. Then only we have completed our service. So we collect this money from the investor when we collect the money from the borrower. So we have a skin in the game. And if we don't collect, our revenue will also not come. So even there, give or take 2.5 to 3% is what we earn from the investor. But the yield which I spoke about 13 to 20% is net already of our fees. Yeah. So give or take, Monexo make makes 5 to 6% of overall to cover its all expenses, technology expenses, uh, customer onboarding expenses, marketing, etc.
0: Interesting. You know, you have definitely piqued my curiosity to know about your investors and how much capital you have raised so far. So give us some insights on that.
1: Very, very small. There's one marquee investor called IDFC Bank which came in the seed stage. Large part of investment has been made by the founders itself. That's why we are very, small team, right? 40 for this kind of a size of business is very small, number one. Number two, we have spent a lot of money in digitizing the process. Our philosophy is we should be able to serve and self-serve our customers everything in 24 by 7. That's on day one we started. I'll give you an example. During COVID time, because there's a lot of downtime, we spent mapping the processes and wherever we found a human touch being required we saw can we find a way to automate it so that it becomes a smoother process right so in this process we have eliminated close to 180 manual processes in our company
0: and are you currently in the process of raising funds
1: Uh, yes we will be raising some funds now uh, purely because we are able to scale very fast we are able to see demand coming through on both sides and our technology stack is ready. So there's a concept called CM2 positive, customer margin 2 positive. We are customer 2 positive. The only expense which we continuously, in and I'm not calling that expense, but I call it investment, is on how we build technology so that customers find this the most simplest product to deal with which we continuously do.
0: So, so you also mentioned that most of the investments uh, in this business have been done by the co-founders themselves. Uh, so speaking of that, tell us about Mr. Sundar, who's your co-founder. Tell us a bit about him and the background he has brought to Monexo.
1: So Mr. Sundar is a child accountant uh, from early 80s. Uh, so he's got more than 50 years of working experience itself. Uh, He has been very instrumental in in the banking world where he used to do the credit screening processes, the collection processes way from early 1990s across the southern markets, Chennai, Hyderabad, Bangalore, Coimbatore, all these big cities and the tier three cities where banks would cannot understand the customer or do the underwriting banks would give him the policy and he would underwrite and give it to the bank saying this is okay so he has with that background joined the company today he looks after all the operations regulatory compliance and collections of the money
0: Hmm. so with the two of you you mentioned that the total team strength at Monexo is 40 people uh, so, um, how are the departments divided, and are there any positions that are currently open? Are you hiring?
1: Yes, we are hiring. We are hiring mostly right now in hmm. sales, data science, and product. Right, these are three areas we are hiring. Uh, think of any bank uh, hmm. today. You have customer service, which is on telephone. Right, you have non-voice support. We have that. We have operations, which means two types of operation. One, approving the loan. Second is all repayment-related and reconciliation-related, okay. right? Then we have sales, we have product, we have marketing, we have data yeah. science. We have technology people. So all this is within the 45 people right now we have. But we are hiring, uh, as we speak right now, mostly for these three open positions which I talked about. Sales. Uh, product development and data science.
0: Okay. You know, there's one thing that I want to address. Uh, so, Mikesh, you know that rapid technological changes that we are witnessing, they can, you know, outpace regulatory frameworks and raise issues related to consumer protection, mm-hmm. data privacy, and fair market practices in general. So, when people mention that Monexto has an mm-hmm. RBI license, what does that mean for you when it comes to dealing with rules and gaining trust of your customers uh, especially when discussing these risks in lending and maintaining transparency overall so what have been your observation as someone uh, who has been in the industry for so long and has witnessed this past ever evolving financial technology space
1: so yes uh, technology uh, enables you to do things faster Enables you to automate process, and sometimes it is a big enabler in meeting the regulation requirement. Also, if you look at today, one of the requirements from a regulator is Aadhaar card should be masked. If you think of it, it was a if a paper-based loans are there. How will you mask it? You'll cut it right. But today, on our system, both the blurring of the image with the number as well as the data is masked for nobody to see it, right? Is used. Now, there's other, recently the privacy laws have started coming in. Now, till the privacy law came, people were reading the mobile numbers from the borrower's phone so that they could call the borrower, specifically a lot of Chinese apps would do that. In fact, they would read all the photographs. You would not even know what all they were reading from your phone. We were always conscious what we should do. See, regulation gives you a framework, but self-regulation is much higher than regulation itself. So you should say what is ethical in the business and what is unethical. Number three, if you look at it, a lot of Chinese apps used to charge even 200% interest. We don't. Our interest rate, highest interest rate to any borrower is lower than credit card interest rate. Number on the investor side, lot of P2P lending sells this product like a fixed deposit and a guaranteed returns. We don't sell it. If you would have noticed in the first question itself, I told you this is not a guaranteed product. So while it it is safe, It can lead to diversification, it can give you 13% return. But in a COVID kind of situation where I can't go out, I can't reach out to the borrowers and borrowers are going through tough time, you could have losses. You have to understand that it's an investment product where you could lose certain part of your capital, not 100% ever, like stock market, you lose 100% also, right? like somebody invested in we today we has gone into bankruptcy that money is gone this will not happen in p2p lending but we don't sell that product because we know the rba guideline does not allow us to sell this as a guaranteed product
0: you know this has been great okay thank you so much for sharing all of this and thank you so much for you know imparting so much of financial awareness that that we need at this point of time this is the need of dr Okay, so last but not the least, looking uh, ahead to the coming year of 2024, what exciting developments can we expect from an EXO? Uh,
1: we are working on three things, uh, very, very feverishly. If I may use the word. One is to use as much as machine learning and artificial intelligence in underwriting a okay. model Even today, our... Our underwriting process is not human driven, it is mostly algorithm driven, but take it from, let's say, straight from one to not two, but three, right? That's number one. Number two is on the investor side, we want to like to bring goal based investing. So let's assume somebody is at the age of 24, he wants to invest for six, seven years. What is his goal which he wants to do? what he wants to achieve or she wants to achieve, that's one more thing we'll do. And third is more internal, right, which will reflect in the customer service, is enable ourselves uh, to serve the customer seamlessly on WhatsApp. While there's an app, but there may be some other questions which you may want to ask, WhatsApp will allow you to interact with our machine, our app, anything and get the right answer immediately.
0: And considering that we also have plans to promote this video, share all of this knowledge with, a, with an extensive ecosystem, I would say. Is there any particular area or aspect where you think Monexo could benefit from any support or collaborations, whether it's through partnerships, industry connections, or
1: other opportunities? Like, this is your call for support. So, we surely look out for partnerships with wealth management companies. Now, there's a lot of wealth tech coming along. <laughs> So if there's anybody listing that, we would love to bring this product on the tech platform for the customers to seamlessly use the us as a, a platform. Uh, number two, we continuously evolve, uh, uh, evaluate different technologies for our stage of growth and our stage of business. So if there's any technology solution provider who's looking to has built anything innovative, uh, we are happy to give it a try and understand. We'll give you an example. Uh, one of the things which we are trying right now is just based on your phone ID. A phone ID gives us a lot of information about you. There's a company which helps us understand based on the phone ID, these are publicly available data, uh, nothing which has been done illegally there. We made sure they can help us underwrite customers better who have no credit score. So we're testing that algorithm as we speak. Right? Great. Well, uh,
0: before we wrap this up, okay, so there's a quick rapid fire round that we do. So are you ready for that? Just quick five questions. Okay. Cool. Uh, so, so, question, sure. so question number sure. one, is there a book that you would like to recommend that has greatly influenced your uh, journey?
1: Swim with sharks without being eaten alive.
0: Interesting answer, good answer. Okay, question number two. Which is your go-to productivity tool or app that you find most helpful in your daily work?
1: Pen and paper.
0: Okay, question number three. uh, Can you share a fun fact about you that most people don't know yet?
1: (laughs) I just gave away one of them, but the next fun fact is uh, I I had uh, 24 fingers. My father got it chopped off early in my childhood, but I was born with 24 fingers.
0: Okay, question number four. What is your favorite quote, quotation, or mantra that you live by?
1: Nothing is impossible.
0: And last but not the least, what is your one piece of advice for the young audience watching this?
1: Uh, Instant gratification is overrated. Don't fall for it.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I hope Mukesh, this was worthy of your time and I wish Manexo continued success. So, before we just, you know, finally wrap this up, uh, I would like you to make a wish for Monexo, something, anything you hope comes true in the near future.
1: Well, uh, our our wish and hard work is towards making uh, Monexo one of the most reputed alternate investment platform in India. Uh, We believe we're working very hard towards it and inshallah it will come true. Yeah,
0: it will. Well, to Manexo paving the way for inclusive and accessible lending in the world of finance. All the very best. Thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Ankita, for having me on the show.
0: So if you'd like to stay updated with the latest developments and business insights at Monexo, you can follow their channel on Follow.Us/Startups. Thank you for tuning in. If you want to listen to more such interviews with innovative new founders, don't forget to visit www.follow.us slash startups. And if you want to showcase your startup, feel free to drop me a note at ankita.bhava at the rate follow.us. We'd love to hear your story.